You may know you're listening to this show along the Marketing Podcast Network, but did you know there are other great shows on MPN to help your business? Christy Heiler hosts a fantastic podcast called Own It. Christy, tell us more about the show. Own It is all about celebrating women and non-binary advertising agency owners. We talk about buying out of the Boys Club of Advertising because less than 1% of ad agencies are owned by women. And where can people subscribe? You can find the podcast at untilyouownit.com. We're also on the Marketing Podcast Network at marketingpodcast.net. And of course, you can subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. You heard her. Go subscribe. Welcome to the Fearless Business Podcast, sharing with you the business behind running a business. We're your hosts, Jamie Lieberman and Mary Clavier. Each week, we'll be bringing you great guests, insights from our experiences, and a behind-the-scenes look at all the topics you may be afraid to tackle in your business, but shouldn't be. So sit back, get comfy, and let's get started. Welcome to episode 146 of the Fearless Business Podcast. I'm Mary, and I'm here with my co-host, Jamie. And today, we have a great topic to to help us finish out the year. I s- still can't believe it's the end of the year. It feels very weird to say that. The weather's but, telling us it's the end of the year. <laughs> that is true. <laughs> <laughs> By the giant snowstorm that is about to uh, blanket all of the Northeast, I think. Yes. It is 2020 going out with a bang. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, it's supposed to be, I mean, okay, let's see. We never know how accurate it is. But right now it's supposed to be over a foot of snow later this week. Stop it. Yeah, I think uh, 12 to 16 inches, something like that. Do you want to say something funny though? We got an email from the school superintendent. They're like, yeah, now we can just go to remote learning. No more snow days. (laughs) (laughs) My older son was like, no. (laughs) Right, right. They don't mistake. I actually saw a couple. I don't know if it's actually technically called a meme because it wasn't like a joke. Does a meme have to be a joke? I don't know. A great philosophical question. Okay, I'm I'm glad it I'm glad it is considered a decent question instead of like what's wrong with you. Yeah, but I I saw someone post once that you know we should still let kids have snow days even though we're all virtual like it gives them a break. Right. Which, you know, I I see both sides of that of course. Yeah. I mean, it was it was fun as a kid like looking forward to snow days. For sure. Yeah. That fun is dead now. (laughs) (laughs) You can tell your son, hashtag 2020. (laughs) Yeah. Sorry, man. 2020 took away your snow days. Well, then they can, you know, finish the school year earlier. So that's the plus. That is the plus. That is true. So we're not going to school in August. Right. Exactly. Exactly. But yeah. I I like our topic today, though. I think it's a really good one. I do. It's great. I, our guest is fantastic. I mean, She's a, she's a great friend as well, but we we're talking about leadership with purpose and impact, which I think is really important for us in our businesses. And when we think about our why and what we're even, what we're even doing with our businesses, it really goes a long way because a lot of times people just kind of think like, okay, you might have like a big goal somewhere, you know, and a big purpose why, but 
I mean, you and I know this, Jamie, I think anyone that has their own business knows this, that along the way, there's lots of hiccups and also milestones. And really it's, if you're, if you're not, if you don't have it in eyesight, like if you can't see and know like why you're doing it as you go, it's so much harder to stay with it. I mean, yeah, I don't want to say impossible, but it's, it's very hard. No, I totally agree. I mean, when you're having those moments where like the low moments, yeah. I think that it's really important to uh, just remembering that is what keeps you going. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So we were talking today about like how to go about that and how to really tie your goals with some kind of impact so that you can feel throughout the year like you're really getting to your bigger vision instead of just setting a big vision and then forgetting about it. I think that's, you know, it's what's common, but I think it's more helpful to have kind of some a closer in look at what you're doing. I guess it honestly did not even occur to me that that wasn't such an integral part of every single business owner's every single day. Really? Right. Because like I, that's, yeah, Yeah. it's what, it's what I think about constantly. Um, in every decision I make, I'm like, does this match our values? Does this match what our vision is and why we're doing what we do, what we're doing? And if it doesn't, then it's an easy no. Right. Right. A very easy no. Yeah. But at the same time, and some people might do that or they have, I mean, they have the big, the big reason why. So people can be tied. I feel like a lot of times people are still tied to their big reason why they're doing something, but really looking at what are they doing this year with it? And what are they doing, you know, with this project, which gets to your point about like, like, even if you're trying to decide when to, when to say yes or no to a new opportunity, I mean, you can definitely be evaluating it through this lens, you know, that is very true. I agree with that. Yeah. I I just, yeah. But I guess sometimes maybe those things can change too over the course of time. I think so. I think like as you grow, it looks different too, right? Like when you're first starting, I I mean, let's take like um, collaborations or partnerships, for example, just as like an easy one. You know, in the beginning, you might be willing to just collaborate or partner with anyone because you want the exposure and X, Y, Z, you know, but then as you get bigger, or as your platform grows and you get more strategic with what you're doing, right, then you might change to really be more thoughtful about who you're aligning with or why, or you might be reaching out to potential partners that have a bigger platform than you and talking about like why they should partner with you, for example. Um, And then I think you really need to be tied into some of those close in goals of what are you trying to accomplish and, and then tie that to like why you're reaching out to that particular person. For example. Yeah. No, I think that makes a lot of sense. I think just keeping, I, I like the idea of continually, um, even if you're not thinking about it every day the way I do, <laughs> but if you sort of check back in with it every quarter, or even mm-hmm. if you're doing it like, you know, at the end of the year, when we're all thinking about like, what are we doing for the new year and what kind of planning are we thinking about? It's important to keep it in mind and have a reminder of it. Yeah. I feel like the, the new year, I agree quarterly too, at a minimum, but like I guess at the bare minimum yearly, like really thinking, recapping the year with what you've done and kind of what your growth has been and then thinking about it for the new year, like, okay, where am I going and what things are going to help me get there that really align with vision, mission, purpose, all of that and impact, you know, I like it. And then get it stitched in a pillow as a gift to yourself for 2021. Yeah. Yeah, that's a great idea. Go on Etsy, support a small business and a small business, yes. get something cool for your office. I do continue to see ads for those 2020 ornaments. 
<laughs> and I do wonder if it's probably because I, I, I clicked on it once. So now I'm going to get all the ads, you know, never click on it. I know. I know. It's your first mistake, Mare. Yeah, it is. <laughs> I know. It's a rookie mistake at that. And yeah, so I still get them. And I wonder, you know, are people, are people wanting to remember 2020? I don't know. I think you got to I mean, you can't erase a whole year. You can't year. forget it. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, it happened. And, it did. You know. No, I know. But like, yeah. Do you want like some I, type of memento? Sure, of like, sure. Yeah. Got to take back 2020. But yeah, but I think, I think recapping for what it is, you know, for what 2020 is, but really thinking about how we move forward. And this year, I mean, this year brought up a, a lot of different things and people have been talking about topics that haven't that maybe haven't been, you know, as vocal before. So whatever you are doing in your business, aligning it with your your mission and your impact going forward, you know. Agreed with that. And also really revisiting um, and thinking about whether or not those make, you know, those same um, mission, vision, values are still make sense. Yes. Yes. Because those can definitely change too. Right. And for people that have for people that have really had to pivot this year for one reason or another, yeah. that's another all the more reason again to to revisit and look at it because yep. maybe your messaging has to catch up. You know, you were so busy like pivoting that now your messaging is going to be catching up for next year. Yep, exactly. In some way. Okay, so let me tell you about our about our guest today. Thelma McCaffrey is the CEO and founder of Work Bigger, a career coaching platform for for dissatisfied high achievers who want to find their purpose. Through coaching and community, Work Bigger helps individuals connect to their mission, uplevel their leadership skills, and improve their emotional and mental health. Belma's work has been featured in Forbes, Fortune, Thrive, and other media platforms. Belma is also an immigrant, a mom, and prior to Work Bigger, she spent 10 plus years working in media and strategy roles at companies like the Associated Press and Condé Nast. And now on to the episode. I am very excited to announce the launch of the Unbusiness School, Hashtag Legal's new course offerings. In our first round of classes, we've created a series of mini classes on the following topics, business formation, contracts, trademark, copyright, and terms and conditions and privacy. Whether you are a designer, developer, creator, or you own your own brick and mortar business, we will be breaking down the topics you need to know that can confuse many business owners. We've capped all videos at 20 minutes to make sure we get the most important subjects without all of the unnecessary legal jargon. You can choose the mini class you want, or you can buy a bundle and make a masterclass. We are here to provide you confidence to make decisions about your business. You no longer have to fear the legal side of your business because you'll be empowered to make decisions and will know when you need to ask for help. For more information, go to school.hashtag-legal.com backslash the unbusiness school. Hi, Belma. Welcome to the show. Hi, Mary. Thank you so much for, for having me today. Yeah, I'm so excited you're here. We have so many great things to talk about. Can you first tell us a little bit about you and Work Bigger? My name is Belma. I'm a career coach, career and leadership coach, and also the CEO and founder of a career coaching company called Work Bigger. And we help high achievers who are dissatisfied with their work, find their purpose, and get clear on what they want to do with their life. So, so important, even, even more so now with everything going on. <laughs> Thank you. I want to talk about vision, mission, and purpose. Cause you mentioned, you know, you help people quite a lot 
with this part of the process. What are the differences between vision, mission, and purpose? Well, purpose, right, is that thing that grounds you. And, and, you know, I can share a little bit more about the elements that go into purpose and, you know, how we help people get clear on that. Um, We use purpose and mission interchangeably. Actually, for a long time, I talked about finding your mission. And now, you know, we say finding your mission, finding your purpose. Once you get clear on your purpose or your mission, then we usually move on to create a mission statement. Um, I would say the two are very similar. Vision is the thing that you create that that you come up with after you have your purpose and mission statement laid out. So it's kind of like what, where you see yourself headed into the future once you have that strong foundation built in and once you're clear on that piece. Love that. Okay. And why is it important to have the purpose as you're building a company? Why is it important to have that purpose in there? Gosh, I feel like purpose and being clear on that just can solve so many issues, especially as a a business owner. Um, For me, you know, and I can share a little bit about why I even stumbled on this desire to help people get clear on their purpose. For me, I struggled all throughout my 20s to really, um, I really lacked direction. I knew that I wanted to make an impact. I knew that I wanted my work to be a vehicle for change. I know I, I had these big goals, but I had no idea what my career path looked like. And I didn't know how to go about figuring it out. And I sort of wandered, you know, from job to job, feeling really aimless, lacking intention. And that really had an impact on my confidence. I struggled with decision making. I was always just indecisive, or I would make decisions really from a place of fear versus a place of feeling grounded in my choices. Um, so that, that's that been my personal journey with purpose and work bigger was really born as a way to solve that dilemma, to really help people get clear on these foundational questions that we have that, that really start off when we're even younger, like even when we're kids, we're asking ourselves, you know, what do I want to be when I grow up, right? Or other people are asking us and where we start to grasp at or look for like the tangible things in our work and in our life. And really what we're needing is something deeper than that. We need to be connected to something bigger. And I think when you're a business owner, right, and you're going out there, you're building a company, um, which requires a level of risk, and it requires you to work from a place of possibility, and it requires you to have resilience, right? You really need to be grounded in your why and in something bigger than yourself. Uh, Otherwise, I find the journey so much more challenging purpose. It's like what we do at work bigger, but it also like for me as a business owner, it's something that I use when making decisions, the heart decisions too. And, you know, we can talk a little bit about like what's going on in the world today, which is really crazy, but even like how you address those things as a business owner, if you're not rooted in your purpose, it's a lot harder to make those choices. So would a purpose be like, like what's the format of like a purpose, what is an easy way for people to think of it? Is it like an I believe statement or, or, or what is it? Yeah, I like the I believe statement. Um, at Work Bigger, we have people come up with, um, we have different formats in terms of like what a mission statement can look like, but usually what is included in that mission statement are your values, right? So your belief system, things that you stand for, and also the impact that you want to make. 
Hmm. Right. So again, that's like, that's, it's such a big thing. And sometimes people have trouble making it tangible, but that's really where you start, like really starting with your values. We also have people look at their interests, things that you gravitate to on, you know, even on an everyday basis. And then what do those interests say about you? What do they say in terms of like the things that you care about on on a deeper level? What are the emotions that come up for you? How much of that do you keep internal to your business versus sharing outwardly, say with customers or on your website, for example? So are you asking how much of my mission I share or just? Well, for anybody, but actually yours is an example too, if you want to share yours. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I'll actually, I'll speak to my clients. So when we, when I work with a client or we have work bigger members, you know, who join our community and they work on finding their purpose. And once they have that mission statement carved out, it is up to them how they want to leverage it. So I see uh, people using it on their LinkedIn. I see mm. people using it on, um, and the LinkedIn piece, right? I have, we have a good n- number of people who are become business owners through who choose to bring their mission to life through building a business. Um, so they can share it on their LinkedIn, on their Instagram with the goal of attracting customers, right? And I have other people who are pursuing the job search and they integrate it in their informational interviews and how they connect with employers. And I think whether, whichever path you're on, whether, you know, and I know we have a lot of business owners on this podcast, but when you're able to connect with your customers or potential employers from that mission purpose place, you just have a very different conversation. It just, it's a lot deeper and it really becomes about connecting with your customers in a bigger way. You're connecting with them based on values. And that's where real connection and relationship building can start and can be really solid when you're speaking to people from that place. Okay. So it sounds like you really, you can integrate it a lot of different ways, depending on how you want to share it. Maybe it depends what kind of company you have, which like format you feel like is best for you to share it in. Exactly. And it's really up to you, right? It's whatever feels good for you. I've had clients who say like, this mission statement is really for me. It's my, it's my guide. I can use it when I'm, you know, feeling stressed out or or I'm making a difficult decision. I don't know which path to pursue. This is my blueprint. This is the thing that I go to and I don't need to share it externally. Mm. Right. So I've seen, I've seen it, you know, used or not used in many different ways. Yeah. Or maybe on the hard days. I know sometimes on the hard days, I go to my why, like, why am I doing this? A hundred percent. Oh my gosh, me too. Yeah. Excellent. Okay. So then, you know, I want to dig into a little bit, even with purpose, we talked about having it kind of outward facing to clients, for example, or customers. Um, But how about internally, like related to a team? So if you have a growing team, what are the ways, well, one, is it important to connect them to this purpose or how important is it? Yeah, I think it's, it's pretty important for me. And I'm thinking about this in different ways too. I'm thinking about this for myself as a business owner. And I'm thinking about this Mm -hmm. just even if, if you work for a company, right. Or you don't work for a company. When I think about people being engaged with your organization and with what you're building, the purpose and the values have to be aligned. We rarely see that in the world out there, right? We say like, okay, our values are important and I'm going to craft these values and then they're kind of put to the side. We don't come back to them. We don't address them. Um, but it's really important to, yes, get your team on board when you're interviewing 
really do a values check. It's going to be better for the, the, the people that you hire as well. They're going to feel more connected to the work that they're doing. They're going to be more engaged if you have that in common, right? Wouldn't you agree? Like, wouldn't you want to yeah. also work with someone who has that? They don't have to have the same purpose, but it, it's aligned. Like what they're looking to create in the world or the impact they're looking to make is really aligned with, with what you're doing as a business owner and with where you want to take your company. Totally. Yeah. I think about like, I've heard Sarah Blakely say it a lot. I mean, she has a, she has a lot of women on her staff, for example, and a lot of them are moms and needed, you know, say a certain flexibility or something, you know, around how they work. And I think she integrated a lot of that into her business with Spanx and how it kind of operates and where they operate from. I love that. Yeah. Of course, I'm going to bring up Sarah Blakely. <laughs> You're <her laughs> like, <best man. laughs> like, like, why not? <laughs> Amazing. Okay. Yeah. And I, you know, I love that you're giving us the perspective, both as a business owner for yourself with work bigger, but also what you see with other people, because in cases of our listeners, people can be a business owner, but this is helping give them perspective on people they might be hiring, for example, mm -hmm. and kind of what lens the employees might be looking through for this kind of stuff. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So, okay. So what are some examples or what advice would you have for connecting this with your employees? Like, how do you go about that? Yeah. I mean, I think it could start as early as when you're putting together a job description, right? And you're speaking about your company. How are you speaking about your business and the impact that you're making through your business, right? How are your values demonstrated in that job description? And then bringing that into the interview process, right? Is values a part of the interview? Are you talking about those values up front? How are you assessing the values of the interviewee, right? Are you discussing that with them just to understand what they really care about? So I think you could start as early as that, you know? And then, of course, also having those values demonstrated on the site. But what I hear, and I'll speak a little bit more to the employee side, because what, what I hear all the time is, you know, companies have these values on their website, but is it really integrated into their culture? Mm -hmm. So as the employer thinking about how do I want to integrate these into my day to day and then how I onboard my employees and then how we stay engaged with these values throughout. So I, I think it's, you know, and also I used to work in corporate. And I used to feel that same disconnect. Like I used to find a company and I was like, oh my God, this company looks amazing. Look at all these like great value statements they have and they're doing all this great work. And then I would get there and there was such a gap. So I think as entrepreneurs, we have an opportunity to really change that, right? To create spaces for employees where they're, where they feel seen and included. And, you know, I think thinking about things like values and purpose and addressing it from the get-go and weaving it throughout your business is, um, yeah, can help make that shift. I love that. I love that. And yeah, it actually brings up, it makes me think about as a company grows. So even if you're an entrepreneur and you, you know, solopreneur and start with hiring a couple employees and then, you know, over the years, you maybe add more people and have, you know, I don't know, maybe all the way up to a Spanx, right? Where you're like a larger, a larger company. How do you keep the pulse on that? And how do you keep the the purpose and the values integrated? Yeah, I think it could be as simple as 
creating the purpose and values check-in throughout your processes, right? And just doing like an annual check-in. I also imagine that as you go from a solopreneur to having like a team of three to having a team of 10, your values may shift. Our values Mm. really shift with the experiences that we have, right? And I just think about the world that we're in today. Like I'm in a place too where I'm rethinking and just reprocessing a lot of my own values and beliefs and what are those what are those values going to look like at the end of 2021 given the changes that we're experiencing in the world and as business owners so i think just starting with like that you know annual check in to revisit and to really think about these questions integrating them into your processes is just i think could be a great start yeah that's a great point. I love that about the experiences and how that changes over time. Yeah. Geez, like 2020 seems so long, like how much has changed even just in 2020 or even just with the concept of like working from home, for example, how that has shifted, how that has shifted so much of maybe, yeah, how employers look at it, how employees look at it, going to an office. Yeah. All of that. I think about too, like just everything that's happening in the world right now, right, in terms of anti-racism, right? And I love that you brought up the work from home, like what we're seeing with um, the large number of women that are dropping out of the workforce because of like the broken childcare system, Mm -hmm. right? And as a business owner, you may be impacted by all or more of those things in one way or another. You may want to participate in these movements to help make an impact there and that that is that does require like looking at your experiences in 2020 for example right and how has that reshaped who you are as a person and what does that mean in terms of like the values that you now want to take with you it's it really is about always staying connected to yourself and staying grounded in something bigger and that really requires space for thinking right? And just integrating like the, the these events that, that we experience into your business and not looking at your business just from like the tactical perspective. Yeah. How about for, for inspiring the people in your team? Mm-hmm. Like how, what do you do to like get people either aligned with your purpose and your vision and where you're going? How, you know, or maybe they don't want to be aligned. I don't know. But how do you kind of as you weave in these things or maybe add them into processes, what does it look like to actually get them to feel? Because I think a lot of times with entrepreneurs, it's like no one's going to care about your business as much as you, right? But like, how do you still get them connected in a way that they do feel some ownership or some inspiration and drive for what you're doing? Mm -hmm. A couple of things come to mind. So first, I hope that their purpose and values aligned when they join our company. Like, I hope that conversation is happening, right? Um, So if that's the case, um, a couple of things to consider. Well, one is, okay, two things. So one, explaining the why of whatever project you're assigning them or working on, right? What is the impact that that project is going to have? And how does it connect to the goals of your company? How does it connect to the impact that you want to make? So just something like that. And a lot, again, like in because uh, I come from corporate America, a lot of the times that's missing. Um, yeah. So people feel disengaged when they're going about their day-to-day working on these projects, but really explaining the impacts that the project will have um, for the customers, for your, your mission, your goals, whatever that is. The other piece is creating a space for employees to feel seen, right? Really giving them an opportunity 
to explore their own values, right? And to like, they, they might look different from yours. Like you might have that alignment. Like, what does it look like? What is it? Yeah. What is it like for your employees to, to feel seen your team members to feel seen? And I think it's really just about engaging them in conversation. That one might just vary by business and the type of business that you're building, but that's something that, that comes to mind. Yeah. Communication, I feel like is, is a big piece of it that when you said that about corporate and people feel disconnected from, from the purpose, you know, or the why, even with projects that really resonates. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I think the bigger you get, the easier it is for that to all kind of like fall apart. Right. Yeah. So then it's a matter of how you stay connected. A lot going on. I don't have time for values. (laughs) (laughs) I forgot what my purpose is. I'm tired. (laughs) (laughs) So let's just make the whole episode just that because that's like, (laughs) because that's amazing. (laughs) Because it's true. That's so true. Like, you know, people are overwhelmed. So like, how do you, how do you keep all this connected? And, and yeah, what if people are thinking like, I don't have time for that right now. Even as a business owner, right? Business owner, like it's very easy to just, I think I even told you last week, like, wow, I wasn't making space for my big picture thinking. Mm-hmm. And it's easy to just kind of like, you know, scoot over those things or rush over them or, you know, ignore them and not really it, integrate. The stuff that I do make time for, it. it's all the little details that I'm like, somebody else do this. I don't want to. <laughs> Whereas you're like, give me all the details. Give me all the yes. Give me all the work. <laughs> Velma and I are two peas in a pod because we're opposite but complementary in that way. <laughs> yes, yeah. she's always like with the big space and thinking about big picture and directionally where she's going. I'm like, what are you talking about? I want the details. <laughs> well, that's the thing. I'm like hearing myself talk on this podcast and I'm thinking, I'm like, oh man, I'm like, I hope this is like tangible enough. Because for me, everything I'm saying makes perfect sense. But I also realize that it might be harder to grasp some of these like bigger, more emotional concepts. Um, Yeah, for like people who need those details. So I totally get that. Right. Well, and you work with a framework, right? Yeah, exactly. I guess we could have, yeah. Speaking of details, let's talk about that. (laughs) Yeah, without the framework, this would just be like, people would be like, what is happening? Um, Do you want me to talk talk through the framework a little bit? Yeah, let's talk through it. All right, awesome. The framework includes, um, it's really four parts. So the first is we look at interests, all the things that you care about. And we use this for people who are really struggling with their careers, right? And they have no, like they don't, they lack clarity with what they want to do, but you can use this as a business owner as well. Cause this is what I use to also create work bigger. Mm-hmm. So the purpose that work bigger is founded on is this framework. Yeah. So we look at your interests, like everything that you care about, but it's, and this is where people get confused. Cause they're like, I like cooking, but I'm not going to go be a chef. So that is part of the problem with like work out there, right? It's, it's not about that. It's really like, what does your interest get you? What is the emotion that it brings up? What is the value that shows up? So for example, one of my clients who really loves cooking, for her, it's an opportunity to connect with her family, right? Mm-hmm. In that process. So connection is an example of like something that you really value and that you may want to bring forward in your work. Um, so that's the first piece that we look at. Then we look at values and really what you what you stand for. And that requires looking at experiences that have shaped who you are. And again, like your values might shift 
um, with new experiences that you have. That's why it's important to revisit them. I also put together a workbook for anybody who wants to like um, start digging in their values, Mary. So, you know, I'll share that with you. But looking at those experiences is really important. And also um, not being afraid to go into like the painful stuff, like really looking at your pain points, your struggles, the stuff that people usually want to run away from. We create the space for you to explore it in a safe way um, because a lot of your story of who you are and what you want to create in the world is there, right? It it can live within Mm. you. Um, Then we look at your strengths, like how how you want to make an impact. Um, and then we bring all of that stuff together to to really help people carve out a mission statement. I actually have a client right now where she's like, I don't want a mission statement. She's like, I just want to see these like three things. And that is enough for me to feel grounded. And that's great. Right. And then I have members who like spend hours on their mission statement, really coming up with the perfect words. So the the point is really for you with this new self-awareness to to just have like um, a guidepost or something to help you build your business, like on a strong foundation. I love that. Love, love, love for the values. You know, something that stood out to me, is there, is there like a minimum number or maximum number that you should be listing? Mm. Like, yeah, we start broad always. Like I'll, I mean, like the assessments that we have people go through and work bigger, um, their, the value section is a little lengthy, but then we really try to have you close with like four or five. Okay. Four or five top values. Otherwise it might feel overwhelming if you have like too many. And sometimes I see people will have like values that are similar. So then we kind of like will bucket two together. Oh yeah. Be like connection and community. Right. So Mm -hmm. we like try to find like the common threads to simplify it. Yeah. That makes sense. Cause I was going to say like, especially if, if you're one of the people, it's like, I don't have time for that. It'll be even more overwhelming if you try to keep up with with too many of them. Exactly. Yeah. The point is to have, especially when you're going through whatever like challenging decision, right. In your business, you want to like have that quick checklist. Like how do these measure against my values? Yeah. And you mentioned, you know, potentially revisiting since our experiences change and everything revisiting annually. Mm -hmm. I think you said, is there a certain time of year that you suggest or combining it with other activities? Yeah, I think if you do um, like a year end check in, or if you're doing, you know, like your next year's planning, for example, what I usually do is I'll do like a a check in at the end of the year, like here are the things that went well, this is the impact I made, this is, you know, like revenue, all of that, we look at everything. And then as we start to plan for the next year, just having some questions in there, um, have my values shifted? Um, what has contributed to those shifts? How do I want to continue to bring these values forward in in my work? What is the impact that I want to make in the following year? So I feel like that's a good time because you're kind of looking at the business as a whole. Yeah. Yeah. And then you can kind of tie it with your other activities, right? Mm-hmm. Like and what you're, and even what you're planning maybe. Yes. Yeah. Like one thing I, I'm excited for 2021 is, you know, at this point, We've worked with um, just so many clients on, I I work with clients privately in addition to our group coaching membership and, and work bigger has, you know, we've had a couple of pivots at this point. And, you know, since 2018 or I'd say 2019, we've, we've like settled on the group coaching membership and private client work and we're launching um, a new program. So at this point, you know, we've worked with hundreds of people 
in terms of like supporting them with like their mission and, and their career path. So what I started thinking about 2021 goals and like how many, how many people I would love, how many people I want to support with finding their mission or like their purpose in the new year, because to me, it's much more about getting clear on your career. It's also a leadership goal. So few people kind of like what we were saying in the beginning, a lot of organizations and companies have these values, but they're empty. Like there's, you know, they're, they're not really integrated into the business. So for me, helping more people get clear on their purpose, it's, it's a leadership goal. And I think about the impact that that can have, right. As these people go out into the world and create businesses or, you know, go work for companies and they're bringing this type of work forward. And I'm really excited to just establish that goal for next year. And I go back and forth at, at first I said 50 people, like that's my number. And I'm like, Oh God, that feels like a little scary. <laughs> um, because not everybody we work with also has like the intention of finding their purpose, like others right. on mindset or like they have different goals. So I'm like playing around with 40 to 50 right now. I love how you're tying that in though. You're making it very connected to the purpose of work bigger in like a very clear way. Mm -hmm. Like there's a direct correlation of like the work that you're doing and what you want the impact to be. Yeah. That's yeah. awesome. Thank you. It makes me so excited too. I'm like, oh my goodness, if we, and I want, um, it's just, yeah, I don't know. I, and I want to let our members and our clients know that this is a goal too yeah. for, for next year. And I want to bring them into the process if I can, because I just, I see the impact when I, you know, when I have a client who has been struggling for years to figure out what they want to do and they feel lost and then they find it and they go out and build a business or, you know, they go out and just like tackle their career goals with more conviction. I mean, to me, there's, that's like the most amazing thing. Yeah, that's really powerful. And then and that is even tying in on the communication piece, like you said before. Actually, that's a great example of that too, making it known even to current, yeah, current community members or whoever it may be, current clients or customers, and really tying in and say, this is what we're doing in the new year. That's yeah. awesome. Thanks. Yeah. And it keeps you accountable too. Cause I'm like, I'm sharing this with our whole audience. Like, right. Curious. I have to make this work or at least, you know, try, even if I don't get to my goal number, like that's okay. But at least, um, at least our, everything we're doing in the business from our processes, right. To our, uh, launches to whatever it's, yeah. it's, it's bringing that impact goal with, with, with all the other activities. Yeah. Yeah. That's very powerful. And from a leadership, from a leadership perspective as well. Yeah. That's amazing. Well, Belma, thank you so much for being on the show today. Can you tell everyone where they can find out more about you and learn about work bigger? Oh, and the download too. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you, Mary. Um, you can learn more about work bigger at workbigger.co. Um, and I've also included a free values exercise for anybody who's listening. Um, Mary, I don't know if you want to share yeah. that in the show notes. Yeah, we'll put it in the show notes for sure with a link. Mm -hmm. okay. Awesome. But that is just a great exercise to help you start thinking about your experiences and how they have shaped your belief system. It's, you know, it's quick. It's not super, it's not, it's not exhausting, but it's awesome. Like you just carve out a few minutes to start thinking about these bigger things and yeah, I'd love to just make that available. It's also a great relaxation tool to like start thinking about these things. And, you know, there's a lot going on today. And I find that slowing down to 
write about the things that are important to you can be really therapeutic. So yeah, you. that's amazing. Thank you so much. Yeah. Thanks for, thanks for sharing everything that you shared today and for the download. I think it's, it's great for our listeners, especially as the year comes to a close. Awesome. Thank you so much for having me. This was so fun. Yeah. Thanks, Velma. All right. Bye. I am very excited to announce the launch of the UnBusiness School, Hashtag Legal's new course offerings. In our first round of courses, we have created a series of mini classes on the following topics, business formation, contracts, trademark, copyright, and privacy. Whether you are a creator, a developer, or you own a brick and mortar business, we will be breaking down the topics you need to know that can confuse many business owners. We are here to provide you confidence to make decisions about your business. You no longer have to fear the legal side of your business because you will be empowered to make decisions and will know when to ask for help. For more information, go to school.hashtag-legal.com backslash the unbusiness school. That was awesome. She's great. Isn't she great? Yes. I really enjoyed that. It was, it's something really important to think about. Um, and maybe it's a great reset for you. Yeah, I think so too. Not you. I mean, (laughs) I figured you need a reset, Mary. I do. I got the message loud and clear, loud and clear. (laughs) But maybe it is for all of us. Yeah. For all of us. Yeah. I, I mean, I, I like end of year reflection and planning. I I enjoy it. I enjoy the reflection. I really do. I find it like therapeutic in a way, you know, like thinking about kind of what we went through because really every day, I mean, it's so easy to just forget. I'm like, wait, what did, what did I do yesterday? What did I do last week? So really kind of taking time to sit and think about it. I I do enjoy that. I agree. We would love to hear about your mission, vision, values for your company. And it would be kind of interesting to hear about it without the context of what you do. Oh yeah. That would be cool. Cool. Mm -hmm. So love to hear that. And if you are not a member of our Facebook group, you can find us at Fearless Business Podcast HQ. You can also find us at fearlessbusinesspodcast.com or anywhere that you listen to podcasts. As always, we love reviews. So please leave a review wherever you listen. Thanks again. And we'll talk to you next week. Thanks for listening. We'd love it if you'd subscribe and share this podcast. Reviews are amazing too. Please visit fearlessbusinesspodcast.com for more information. If you'd like to connect with Jamie, visit hashtag legal.com. And if you'd like to connect with Mary, visit the transitionscollective.com. Thanks so much. And we'll see you next time. This podcast is heard along the Marketing Podcast Network. For more great marketing podcasts, visit marketingpodcasts.net.